I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Here we go! This is the Virtual Real Estate Investor Podcast with Vincent Polisi. Buckle your your seatbelt and prepare to learn how to legally make six figures investing in real estate with no money, no credit check, and nothing but a computer and internet connection. Learn how you too can begin generating buyers and sellers for free today and why you're only two calls away from making a $10,000 or more payday while never leaving the comfort of your home. And now, your host, the virtual real estate investor, Vincent Polisi. and we're in for a very special treat today because you're going to get to go behind the scenes on an actual live recorded call that Mike and I did with the realtor who was the buyer's agent for the buyer that came to us that we closed out last week. And you're going to get to hear how things actually really happen in the real business world firsthand and then what you have to do to overcome some of this stuff. And basically what we had going on here was buyer had come to us that couldn't qualify. He was referred over by a mortgage broker uh, that Mike had uh, found and secured referrals from using my how to make 40k a month the easy way process and so we spoke to the buyer and on the very same call that we spoke to him he stroked out a thousand dollars and signed up for our home finder program and then the very first property he puts up which is one that he already had seen that he wanted is an reo or a foreclosure so that being the case having to go in and actually purchase the property for him we required that the down payment amount the full amount of the down payment be paid up front and basically escrowed against the purchase because obviously I've got to go in and now put money up and commit to a deal and purchase it and pay cash down, pay cash down and pay cash for a house. And I'm not going to do that for somebody without skinning the game from them. So during the process of going through that, I, the buyer had requested a contract, which we sent him a joint venture agreement. And while we're waiting for that to get executed and the wire to come in, Mike's phone starts blowing up from the realtor who keeps calling but not leaving a voicemail. And I I then looked back and I had two calls myself from the guy. So it became quite obvious that he was concerned about something. And generally speaking, it's going to be being concerned about being cut out of a deal and not making any money for a client that he'd been working with for a period of time, apparently. And so because there's already a realtor commission built in that's being paid for by the seller or the bank on the REO, it doesn't cost us anymore to have him involved. There's no reason really to cut him out as long as he's going to cooperate and not, you know, overcomplicate the process or try to implode the deal. So in this call, we reached out to him and as you'll hear the how things go down, basically hand him free money and say, yeah, even though you're not our buyer's agent. We don't have any issue using you to act as the buyer's agent on this transaction, provided that you're going to cooperate with what we need and not get in the way. And you'll hear how the whole thing goes down because he does did exactly what realtors have a tendency of doing. And he overstepped his bounds and he was on the verge of breaking the law. The uh, As we found out, and you'll hear in the call, the buyer had sent him a copy of our joint venture agreement, which he didn't understand, doesn't understand what it is or the entire dynamics of the deal that we're doing, doesn't understand the legalities because this stuff isn't trained in the real estate licensing courses. 
you're going to have to be a, basically a full-time investor to understand some of what we're doing. And But he was going to advise the client on this, okay? You'll hear two things here. One is that he's going to advise the client on it to make sure he's doing the quote-unquote right thing, and you'll hear what I have to say about that. And then he also wanted to make sure that there was nothing illegal being done. Well, if you don't understand the contract, you don't understand the process, you're so far outside your scope and realm, how are you going to determine whether something's against the law or not that you don't understand, much less advise a client on it, which you can't legally do because you're not licensed to practice law. Most people are not aware of this because you hear this all the time. Well, I'll have to advise my client. No, Mr. Realtor, Mrs. Realtor, you're legally not allowed to do that. The NAR has come down on this and they've openly documented this, as have all the state boards, that realtors act in a transactional capacity, not a fiduciary. They're not allowed to provide legal guidance unless they are licensed to practice law. In other words, they have to be bar certified attorneys, which they're not 99.999% of the time. But they do have the ear of your prospective clients or your clients sometimes. So it's imperative to understand how they operate. Okay, because they operate under the color of law, but they break the law left and right and act as an authority and as if they have a legal capacity to do that. And they don't. And you'll hear how the whole thing plays out. So enjoy this. You're going to, I think you're really going to enjoy this call because it's down and dirty behind the scenes. You get to hear the whole thing actually as it plays out a real live recorded call that Mike and I did. And now, without further delay, it's unquestionably everyone's favorite segment of the Virtual Real Estate Investor Podcast with Vincent Polisi. It's time for an extra-large dose of total transparency. As you listen to Vincent live and in the trenches dodging bullets and grenades while he's closing real buyers and sellers over the phone. Hello. Yeah, sorry about that, man. <clears throat> no problem. And the chicken, the hell are they? Organic chicken nuggets and <laughs> waffle fries in the <clears throat> oven. I forgot to set the damn timer. Uh, so, but fortunately, Super Dad came to the rescue and I saved the day before they burned. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So, you want to get um, the guy on the phone or what? Because what he's, you know what he's concerned about. He's concerned he's going to get cut out of the deal, obviously. Yeah, that's all he cares about. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He don't, he'll pretend he cares about his client, but he just wants his commission. Well, his client's no longer his client. I become his client, or we become his client. Correct. Because his client can't buy. <clears throat> Correct. Um, I mean, right, I figured so we were going to have to. We were yeah, going to have to talk to this guy anyway as soon as yeah. we got, but I figured we were just going to wait to get the uh, the deposit and the contract signed by this Frankie guy. Right, but I know, let's just go ahead and talk to this guy now. If he's already calling you and he's blowing your phone up, it means he's afraid he's getting screwed out of the deal. So I don't need him going and screwing this thing up. Let's just get him on the phone. I'll tell him to send me a buyer's agency agreement, which I'll execute and get back to him immediately, and then <clears throat> ask him to you know stay uninvolved with Frankie and let us handle it at that point because he's he's now representing us not him okay here we go ready hello hi this is uh, Mike I got a call from this number 
Mike, I have been trying to reach you. Um, I have a, a person who had been looking for a house and he had been working with me for a while. I'm, a, I'm the realtor on that property. Uh, it is Frankie. Sounds from uh, for you or not? Oh yeah, I have my uh, yeah, I have my partner uh, Vincent on the phone as well. Oh okay, Vince. Uh, I guess I mean Vince was the person who sent him an application or form or something to fill out and whatnot. So can you tell me if that is uh, doable or how is this going to be done? Are you the listing agent or the buyer's agent? I'm the buyer's agent. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, and and I forgive me, I didn't know he had a buyer's agent until. Um, can, can he can you hold on for one second, please? Sure. I think he thinks we're mortgage lenders, man. Yeah. Um, hello, Vin. Yes. Mike. Yes. Sorry about that. Go go ahead. No, no worries. Let me let me clarify a few things here real quick so it makes sense. Um, I think you hold may on, be under the uh, one. Hold, hold up, one more second, please. I, mean, I, I really apologize. Can you no, hold up sure. one more second? Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Mike. Then. Okay. Let me, let me clarify something so we're all on the same page because I think you may be confused as to who we are and what we do. Uh, I'm not a mortgage lender, if that's what you're thinking. So he hasn't done any type of application or anything like that. He has a, he has a lender, and that's who put him in contact with us. I'm a real estate investor. Uh, Mike is my uh, partner that's up there in the, in the Jersey, Philadelphia area. And Basically, what, what we've worked out with Frankie is since he can't qualify for conventional financing at this point to purchase the property, is that we would go in and buy the property for him. Does that make sense? I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay. okay. Well, I mean, that's it. We're, we're going to buy the property. Uh, he has a hearing date set for... November for his uh, child support issues that he's going to get rectified, and then he'll be qualified for financing. So basically, we're going to step in by the foreclosure, um, and then once he's qualified here in the next you know 30, 60, 90 days, whatever it is, then he'll secure his uh, VA financing and uh, be able to close and take us out at that point. Now, as I indicated, I didn't find out that he had a buyer's agent until about an hour ago. So what we had worked out with him when he notified me that he called me, well, like I said, about an hour ago, was that I don't have any issue um, whatsoever with you putting the contract in with, with the bank um, for the foreclosure, and you can represent us as the buyer's agent since he can't close. I assume that's why you're calling, because you're concerned about being cut out of a deal and losing a commission, and it doesn't cost me anything one way or the other um, if you're involved, so there's no reason for me to cut you out. I mean, I'm happy to have you handle the contract and... Um, deal with the bank and all that if, you know, that's where you're at. Because he can't close, and he's not going to be able to close. He's got a, he's kind of in between um, a rock and a hard place here. I don't know if he explained the situation to you, but uh, basically he's got what's called a debt-to-income ratio problem with his current financing that can't be overcome because of a child support issue. And the child support issue can go away, but he has to have a house. So it's kind of the chicken or the egg. He's got to get a house to be able to get the child support to then be able to get the loan but he needs a loan to get the house, to get the child support issue gone, mm -hmm. and he can't, you know, it's one way. That, so 
that's where he reached out to us, and I said, well, that's fine. You know, if that's the case and you're being referred by um, one of our mortgage banker partners, Josh, um, yeah. yeah, Josh, I said, yeah, then that's, Josh. yeah, then that, and Josh is saying that you're good to go and you're going to be pre-approved as soon as the debt-to-income ratio is, and I know I'm only in this thing for no longer than 90 days, then we'll go in and buy it, and then, you know, if we have a 90-day hold or whatever, what, or... What, what is your benefit, uh, Vince? What is your benefit in doing Well, same as you, to make money. I mean, we're going to buy it, buy it at... I understand. That's the yeah. hard, hard, I know that. Otherwise, nobody, nobody would, would be in it. But, I mean, what I'm asking you is, like, I mean, how do you make money out of it? Well, so we're gonna we're gonna buy it. What's the what? Okay, is there an interest or something that you're uh, lending the money for? Or how, I'm not how lending. I'm not lending him any money. We're gonna go ahead and pay cash. Oh, you're purchasing that uh, paying cash. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Once you purchase it uh, paying cash, uh, how would Frank be living in there? Because I'm going to sell it to him on contract until he can close. So in the meantime, I mean, he would be paying every month a, a portion or a mortgage or something. To yeah. You or? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to. Well, I mean, until he can close. In a sense, I mean, you have to understand something. I don't want to be. I'm not in the in the note business, so I want to be in and out of this thing as quickly as humanly possible. And so what, what's going to happen here is we're going to go in and close. Once we close, we're going to sell it to him on um, you know, a contract for deed so he has legal ownership and he can write the taxes off and all that. <clears throat> and then once his, he gets done with his court date and they fix the situation with his paycheck stub and his debt-to-income ratio and the child support, then Josh has got him set up for a mortgage, and then he'll just go in and close um, utilizing his uh, VA loan at that point. Uh, I mean, part of me, if I'm asking you all these questions, because this mm-hmm. is all new to me, and I have never done anything similar to this, and I do a lot of real, uh, I mean, real estate and a lot of uh, rentals and a lot of people who purchase a bank-owned property and all that, I can bring you a lot more, a lot more customers if um, things would work out, and if I do understand what what we are doing here. Sure. So what I'm uh, asking you is, like, I mean, okay, Frankie is going to. Uh, I mean, basically, you're going to purchase the property. Frankie is going to wait till uh, he is going to be eligible with the, once the child support uh, gets, I mean, gets out of his, uh, uh, I mean, uh, or whatever, and then, like, I mean, he uh, he purchases the property from you, back from you. Right. Am I correct? So, in the meantime, like, I mean, say, for instance, if it takes uh, three months or six months for the child support to go away for for him, so six months, I mean. How, does he pay a payment to you, or does he have? Does he own any part of the house, or how does that work? Okay, try to listen to what I'm saying, so this will make sense. It's real simple. We're going to go and buy the property and pay cash for it. Once that happens, we're going to execute an agreement with Frankie for more than most likely. Um, it depends. It's really going to depend. I got to talk to Josh on the best way to do this so we don't mess up the end financing. And if we have to, then we'll just put him in a straight rental agreement so he, we can provide a documented verification of rental to the mortgage lender. I, I, let me back up. I've been involved in real estate for more than 25 years. I spent 12 years in mortgage banking and owned a mortgage company. Uh, and I've also been licensed as a realtor back from 1991 in Florida. Uh, I'm not licensed any longer. We let it go in 97 <clears throat> because it was just too much hassle on the, on the investment and mortgage banking side. But Basically, what's going to happen here is we're going to buy the house. We're going to immediately either rent or sell it to 
Frankie and give him right of first refusal so that you know we're not selling it to anybody else. He then has 90 days to obtain his financing. During that 90-day period, he needs occupancy of the property so he can um, eliminate the child support issue because he has to have a home to take the kids home to. So during that period, he will be making you know monthly payments, whether it's classified as a mortgage or a rental, is going to really be determined by Josh, not by me. I don't. It's fine with me either way. Um, and then, so is it, is the, it somewhat similar to rent to own kind of a thing? Yeah. So basically, he's he's going to be in a rent to own kind of a position for the, uh, the next three months till he owns the property. So the contract is going to be written out as a rent to own kind of thing. Uh, in the well, yeah, normally, let, yeah, let me qualify this. Normally, it would be a contract for deed and it would be an actual bona fide sale. In this case, um, I got to ask Josh what he's going to need from a documentation standpoint because most of our clients are, um, they're not going to be qualified for, you know, sometime between 12 and 24 months. So we don't run into the seasoning issue with their down payment funds. Um, in this case, he, because he's going to be closing so quickly, we, we've got to dot all the I's and cross all the T's up front with Josh to make sure that he still has the chain of documentation that he needs uh, to meet whatever stipulations that he's got with his underwriter. So it will probably end up being a rental for that period of time, but only because if I sell it to him on contract at that point, um, well, actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, it actually doesn't matter. We'll just sell it to him. It doesn't matter. I'm sitting here thinking of a seasoning thing, but it's not going to make a difference because the purchase price is going to remain static regardless. So anyway, so yeah, real simple. We're going to buy the house. We're going to sell it to Frankie on, on contract. Frankie gets qualified. He then refinances and gives us the money back. And in the interim, he's making his payments and everybody moves on down the road. So where where do you make the money once again? It's because I'm we're buying a foreclosure at a discount and selling to him at fair market value. I'll repeat that again. I'm sorry. We are buying a foreclosure at a discount and selling to Frankie at fair market value. So let me give you an example. In this case, pardon me. What would be the fair market value on that property? Well, I, I don't have all, all of those numbers right now. We did a preliminary uh, search of comps yesterday, and there was a recent sale at 102. Okay. So, you know, the property's got some deferred maintenance, and it's been on the market for a while. So I don't think we're going to have any issue in, you know, getting it to the point that, um, you know, the numbers are going to make sense. So the contract, I will have to put the agreement of sale together, right? I mean, for, with your name. Well, yeah, if you want to be involved and you want to get the commission, which, I mean, you know, it's kind of free money, so I don't know why you wouldn't wouldn't want it. But, yes, that would be the case. For you. Right. I'm assuming you want to send me a buyer's agency agreement, which we'll execute, and then um, I'll get the terms over to you on how we need the contract set up, and then you can get it to me. And once we've got what we need from Frankie, then we'll execute and proceed. Would uh, Frankie be I mean, anywhere in the contract? No, right? I mean, this is uh, strictly a purchase which you're going to be making. Yes, yeah, so it's going to be a purchase from with my company. Okay. 
uh, how would I get that information which you have and all that? Because it, it's one of the homestead properties in Marmastown, right? Isn't it? I think it's a yeah, it's Freddie Mac property. Well. Yeah, it's Freddie Mac. Uh, yeah, yep. Freddie Mac or Fannie Mac. So I will have to go to their website in order to fill that um, information out and whatnot. Yeah, that's fine. Yep. Right. Um, uh, now, um, I can send you my information if you can email me. And also, he sent me something like um, you sent uh, an agreement yesterday for him to fill out a sign and a document to be signed. Well, there's, no, there's nothing yes to be executed. Yes, it's a joint venture agreement. Okay. That is, I mean, in that, I mean, I saw that 90% of something and 10% of his uh, share or something. What is that about? Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. <laughs> you think I'm with you? I am not with you. And now, it's time for Coffees for Closers Only. Listen as Vincent walks you step-by-step through sales closing techniques, objection handling, pre-qualification questions, the four buying personality types, NLP, and everything related to professionally closing sales. Okay, now, next up here, we're about to roll into where the realtor oversteps his bounds, and you're going to hear... Uh, what I have to say about him acknowledging and admitting that he's about to break the law. Now, he doesn't think he is, but that's what he's about to do. So you'll hear how I handle this. Um, and take note, because if you want to be a successful investor, you want to be a successful virtual real estate investor, you're going to need to be able to have conversations just like this when these busybodies get involved and start sticking their nose where it doesn't belong and breaking the law, which then has the impact of imploding your deal. It's a joint venture agreement, so he becomes a partner in the venture since he's having to put up funds in order for us to proceed. So he'll have to put up 10% I mean of the scale amount? Let me ask you a question. Why are you so concerned about all of that? He can't buy a house. I beg your pardon? I want to make sure that I mean, he's doing the right thing right? I mean, as a buyer. Well, I don't understand what you mean, that he's doing the right thing. Like, I mean, that, I mean there's, there's so many other things out there in the world um, right now. Like, I mean, people could be getting into something which, uh, I mean, without knowledge, they may be getting into something. That's, I'm just trying to understand the whole thing so that I mean I can give him an explanation of what he's doing. Uh, understand that, but that's not your job. And matter of fact, it's illegal for you to do that. You're not allowed to provide him any type of counsel because you're not a licensed attorney. Once you execute the buyer's agency, hold on, hold on. Once you execute the buyer's agency agreement with me, you represent me at that point for the purchase of this property. Now, if you don't want to do that and you want to stay with him, a guy that can't purchase a home, then you go ahead and you can continue on that path with him, all right? But if you want to try to jump in the middle of this thing and try to mess up what we already have worked out that we're trying to proceed on, 
as it, because you're not the expert on this and the National Association of Realtors and your broker, um, they, you're not allowed to provide him any type of legal advice, okay? Understand that. I, I, got, I was licensed as a realtor. I wrote the continuing education courses and edited them for the state of Florida. Trust me when I tell you, I understand that. You're not there to provide him guidance, okay? You're not his fiduciary in the situation. You're nothing other than a transactional agent pushing paperwork back and forth. If he needs guidance, then let's get on the phone with an attorney. I'm happy to do that with him, and we can walk him through that process, and I'll be happy to talk to the attorney. But I don't need you getting involved in this thing and messing it up under some guise that you're going to, quote, unquote, protect your buyer that can't qualify for a mortgage and can't close. Okay. My, I have an agreement with him. If you want to proceed with us on the purchase, then you and I have, a, have an agreement as a buyer's agent. I'm totally okay with that. But once that happens, you, you're, there's no more conversations with Frankie with you. Okay. So you have to make a determination right now. You can tell me while we're on the phone. You want to proceed so that we can actually get a deal closed here. You can make money. We can make money. And he can get a house. Or you want to be his dad. I don't want to. I don't want to be his dad or anything. It's just that I mean, I wanted to find out and figure out whatever is going on is, is the right thing. That's all I'm for. Well, how you're not qualified to make that determination, okay? I'm not trying to be ugly with you, but you're not qualified to make that determination. You're getting involved in things that do not concern you, nor do they involve you, okay? He's not paying you or retaining you for legal advice. If he needs legal advice, I will advise him. He needs to go get an attorney, and I'll be happy to talk to an attorney. All right, but and I'm I'm trying to try to be ugly, man. But I deal with realtors all the time. They always want to oh, I got to protect my client. I got to protect my client. And I've watched them protect clients right into bankruptcy and foreclosure. The guy needs a house so he can get his daughters and so he can get his child support straightened out. He cannot get it presently because of the situation, not only with the house but also with his child support. He came to us. We put out put together a solution for him. He said, okay, let's go. So we proceeded based on that. It's not based on some third-party approval from a realtor. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. Sounds good, uh, Vince. Okay. I'll. Uh, uh, do you want me to send you the information, or you want to send uh, your information? Well, here's what I need to know. Okay, and you can just be honest with me and tell me right now before we get off the phone. I'm not trying to be ugly with you. Okay, I really am not. But I don't have time to play a lot of games here. We're either going to do this or we're not. And I just need to know where, what position you're in. Do you want to act as our buyer's agent in this transaction so that we can get this purchase accomplished without getting further involved with Frankie, who cannot buy a home? Okay. Let me know that now. Or do you want to stay on as his representative, not represent us, and go try to provide him advice that you're not legally allowed to provide him? I don't, I, I don't need to get involved at all. I'm selling, I'm selling a house. I'm not okay, perfect. I'm here to listen. I'm here to help. I'm here to get you paid, man. Okay. If you will help me and cooperate with me and do strictly the function that we're retaining you for through the buyer's agency agreement, we will have absolutely no problems going forward. And you'll get a deal done and get paid. Frankie, you'll get a house. Everybody will be happy. Right. All I'm saying is, like, I mean, I don't like getting involved with anything, like, I mean, illegal for my, my own, uh, I mean, license sake. You know, I mean, I don't want anything illegal or anything which is not uh, correct. I mean, I, that's, what, that's all I was trying to make sure of. That's fine. I don't, uh, yeah, let me explain something to you, okay? Let me explain to you. Mike, the guy that you're calling, let me tell you who he is, okay? Let me tell you what his background is. He's an 18-year police veteran. Okay. 
is working with me as a joint venture partner to get real estate deals done prior to his retirement. Do you honestly think that he is going to engage in illegal activities and jeopardize no, his no, retirement no, to, to no, the real estate no, deal? What I'm saying is, I mean, I understand, I truly understand this, what you understand from my point. I mean, I just came to know about all this today, and I have never heard of anything like this before, and I'm just trying to understand so that, I mean, hopefully in the future we can have more businesses. I mean, this is a, well, I, no, I appreciate I that. Let me, listen, understood, understood. And there's, there's nothing that's illegal that's going on other than you're, you wanting to provide um, guidance to somebody which is construed as the illegal practice of law, which you cannot do legally. Now, you can go do it, but it's still illegal. But beyond that, we have a, it makes my idea, so it makes sense. We have a joint venture agreement with Frankie. You've got a copy of it, okay? He has a copy of it. It puts us in control of the partnership or the, the joint venture because he's not qualified. He doesn't have the educational experience. His contribution is the 10000 up front so that we know that he's serious because I'm not going to go buy a house and go through the uh, back-and-forth negotiation process and then the rehab stuff that we're going to have to do where we're going to have to front cash to get this thing up to snuff so that it'll pass through the appraisal process because the house has got some issues and I don't think it's going to make it through the VA appraisal process um, without some of these things being rectified. And once all that stuff is done, he gets into a home, he gets his kids, he gets rid of the uh, child support issue, Josh gets the mortgage, you get your commission, but you're going to get your commission, you know, next week or something, not 90 days from now, and everybody wins. Right. Okay. Sounds good. So I mean, okay. now I'll do what I need to do. And uh, do you want me to send you my information or how? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want you to send me a buyer's agency agreement so that I can sign it, so, so you know I'll you're protected. Put that and send it to you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What? Here, give me your email address. Real, give me your email address real quick, and I'll send you the. Um, my could you hold on for one second? I'm getting a call. Quick one. Sorry about that, Ben. No, no worries. Okay. Now, uh, my first name, S-A-B-U, at... All right. It's, and am I saying this correctly? Cebu? Right, Sabu. Okay. All right. I'm going to send you the information right now. If you want to get that over to me, then we'll get it executed and get it back to you, and then I'll send you the... Um, terms for the contract so that we can get the um, agreement in. Do you know, have you already reached out to the listing agent? No, no, I haven't at all because I mean, I only uh, have showed that property to him once. How long ago was that? It was maybe two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, ten four. I'll send this to you right now. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, he's gone. See, see, see what's happening.
Yep. Why is my Baltimore number calling you when I clicked a different one? Anyway, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, that was pretty cool because you were pretty direct and on his tail when he started going down that um, attorney road that he was acting like an attorney. Yeah. No, look, look, it's just, look here's the thing, man. You, you got to take this the right way. I don't want to hear this about you're going to protect your client, okay? Because what are you going to do? You're going to protect your client against what? Oh, I'm sure not doing anything. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. Are you trying to protect your client or are you trying to make sure you're not doing anything illegal? Or both. Which one? I mean, which one is it? What is it exactly that you're doing here? Because you've never heard of something. You're, you're then going to stick your nose in and try to provide him counsel. You don't even know what a joint venture agreement is. How are you going to provide him counsel on that? This other client uh-huh. we have in New Jersey took our joint venture agreement to her, her friggin' attorney. Okay? And guess what? Uh-huh. She ended up signing it. Yeah. You got to watch these jackasses, man. I know. You know like, how stupid can you be? You want a deal or do you not? Yeah, and all he's doing is facilitating a sale for us. Once we're once we buy it, like it, he's not even involved in the other part. So what's he care what happens anyway? Exactly, that's the whole point. But you see what he's trying to do, though. He's trying to stick his fucking nose in it. Right. Well, hey, who knows? Maybe maybe he'll actually maybe he'll actually send a bunch more clients too. I mean, he mentioned that. Who knows? Let's see how pay, plan pays out or pans out. Thank you for listening to the Virtual Real Estate Investor Podcast with Vincent Polisi. If you found any value in this podcast, please use our Give to Get method and take a moment to give us a five-star rating in iTunes and your favorite podcast service so we can keep giving you excellent episodes of real content you can use to profit today.